Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Top Flight Time Machine are going to be going on tour in early November. You will experience physical movement and emotional movement and so much more from both of us. Bowel movement? Maybe there'll be a little bit of bowel movement. I can't promise it, but if that's what you're looking for, we can make it happen, probably. It won't be uh, one of those things where a podcast episode is recorded in a theatre. Fuck that. This is a proper show with um, songs and dancing and um, high moments of uh, exhilaration. So come along. Let's just quickly tell you where we're going to be. The 1st of November, we're in Brighton. 2nd of November, we're in... Um, Nottingham, the third were in Leeds, the fifth were in Manchester, the seventh were in Glasgow, the eighth were in Newcastle, the ninth were in Birmingham, and the tenth were in London. <gasps> the capital. Mm, what a uh, phenomenal. It's going to be good. I think there's a few tickets left at most venues. Yep. It's uh, going to be really exciting. It's called the Velvet Drain Bike Tour. It's going to be better than the last one, yeah. which is saying something, because the last one was fucking amazing. Ask anyone who yeah. went. But this one, whoa, it's going to knock your cock off. Or if you're a lady, it will knock off your boobs. Go to tftimemachine.com slash live shows to have a look at where you get tickets from. There'll also be a chance to interact with us in an official capacity while we're on stage, not after the show. In a very limited capacity. Come along, you'll love it. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. Um, <clears throat> I'm joined by Oscar today. Oh. He's lying at my feet like a proper dog is meant to. Yeah, um, he doesn't usually involve himself in the nah. podcast. He, he, I mean, I've always had the impression that he's sort of, I don't know, a bit aloof about Top Flight Time Machine. I think he's more into it than he lets on. I really? think, yeah, I think he listens to episodes on, I've got one of those Google things, I've forgotten what they're called, Google Hive or something like that, where it's mm. like a, a Amazon Alexa, but Google's oh, version, yeah. and you can just tell it to play a podcast. So I think he listens to episodes on that while I'm out. Right. Right. Google! Right, 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 Rashid. Google! Wait, what? Right, machine. Oh! <laughs> Mate, um, does he... I don't know why I'm asking you, because I don't think I'm going to like the answer, but... oh When you record Mints, does Oscar get more sort of excited and animated? Exactly the same levels of excitement. Oh, okay, thank God. Okay. I was. I thought he was going to be one of these... Oh, 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 I've oh, got ribs. Oh, I'm hilarious. Oh, <laughs> you're going... I'm going to gather around to watch this. You're going to call a bomb bomber. Oh, that's, that's like bad Chinese. It's a real dog, privilege. A real privilege to watch this behind the scenes. <laughs> what are you doing now, Dad? Top my time seat. Not interested. Oh, fuck, fuck that. <laughs> I've got kipping to do. I like, I like the other one with a national treasure. 
Don't lie on this bald cunt. Um, this fucking, as John Hurt would say, anonymous cunt. Anonymous cunt, yeah. Do, um, yeah, he, he's here in the room. I normally just leave, I don't bring him in with me because he, he's got a tendency to kick off at the slightest noise. Mm. So someone can bang a car door closed 100 yards down the road and he'll start fucking kicking off. So he might hear something outside and he might contribute to the podcast with some bargain. But at the minute, he's lying That'd at the nice. feet. After all these years, it's amazing that we've never had, a, we've never really heard a bark out of Oscar. There have been some in the background, keen-eyed listeners, keen-eyed listeners, keen-eared listeners will have noticed Oscar sometimes. Um, there's been a couple of live reach and wash window cleans on the oh, podcast. Oh yeah, he doesn't like that, does he? And you, you might be able to hear him in the background of those episodes going nuts. But at the moment, he's lying on the floor, he's lying on uh, an issue of Roy of the Rovers. He's got his front paws on the Roy of the Rovers. So there we are. I've been thinking of getting myself an imaginary dog. Um, Oh, they're the best ones. Yeah, because then you don't have to pick up the shit. Mm. And we've had them in the past. When my kids were younger, we had two. One was called Peanut and the other one was called Skittle. Oh, right. And they were great fun, but unfortunately they died. Yeah, they Um, they don't live very long, do they? The imaginary ones. Imaginary ones. They both got... Early onset imaginary canine cancer. Oh no! Of the dog pancreas that accelerates so, really quickly, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it was. It was a hard, when I told the kids that it was a hard day, but yeah. I thought it was a good lesson for them about death. Were they really, um, really, really upset? So upset, they were oh, traumatized. Man. Yeah, but still I said, listen, now. I know this is upsetting mm-hmm. that I've made you believe in the existence of imaginary dogs, and now I have imagined a, a painful horrific death for both of them on the same day yeah without any warning was this when you it had was, your um was this when you had your artificial turf or did you like get to dig an imaginary hole in the garden and bury them and yeah they died uh kids it's uh it all happened very quick there was hardly any warning there was about half hour between me taking them to the vet because i thought they both seemed a bit peaky to the imaginary vet the imaginary vet diagnosing them both with imaginary canine early onset <laughs> pancreatic cancer and then them both dying of it. To be fair to the imaginary vet, I said to him, how long, Doc? And he said, about half hour for both. <laughs> you could you could wait in the waiting room and I can be here when it happens or I could just finish them off now for you while they're on the <laughs> I table. Bash them both. I'll give them both a good bashing. It'll be over real quick. I've got a, I've got an imaginary shovel here. I'll just give them one over the head. I'm good at this. I've done it before. Don't worry. And they'll be oh, like R.I.P. Skittle and Peanut. Oh, so man. they died. And um, but now I'm thinking, kids are a bit older. They can mm-hmm. probably help out a bit more. You know, in yeah. terms of walking the imaginary, imaginary dogs walks. and stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm thinking. I might get a hard dog this time, though, because Skittle and Peanut weren't really hard. They were like Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar I mean, no offence to Oscar, but he's quite soft, isn't he? Oh, he's pathetic. Yeah. 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 But I'm thinking I might get an imaginary hard dog this time. Mm-hmm. What's a good hard dog name, mate? Uh, Rambo. Terry or something. Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get back, Rambo. Sorry, he's fine. I've had to put... I did have to put an imaginary <laughs> muzzle on him. Do <laughs> you know he, we were in the park and he went for some kiddies. He didn't get them. 
but he really scared. He would have got him, but I managed to hold him back on his imaginary lead. Yeah. So yeah, now he has to wear a muzzle now. <laughs> Can I just give you an, an update? Oscar is now sitting at the door of the room, looking at me because <laughs> he wants to fucking get out. <laughs> Oh, he's managed six minutes when I podcast. he's managed six minutes of podcast recording yeah go on fuck off it's fucking boring go on then absolutely boring are you in or are you out I'm, bo- I'm bored shitless here what are you doing right shut the door again nice still in this is why I don't get him involved because he's just fucking the thing with his dog is it's just relentless fucking admin all day long all yeah, day long. Just extra set of admin on top of all the other admin you've got to do in your life. He, he just wants things all the time. He's, he's up on me, trying to get up on me knee now. Do you want to leave the room? Do you want to go out there? Eh? What are you looking at me for? I don't know what I want. That's the That's problem. <laughs> That's the thing. He's got one facial expression and they all mean, can mean seven different things. He's like an Eskimo he's like in a that prick. sense. Yeah. Left the room. Oh, now. fuck. Sorry, you're not supposed to say Eskimos now. Someone picked me up on that earlier. Sorry, what? You're not supposed to say Eskimos, apparently. Are you not? No. What are they called? Inuits? Uh, maybe Inuits, yeah. Just anything, almost anything but Eskimo. Oh, shit. I'll yeah. update me. Uh, so, me apologies documents. to our Eskimo listeners. You, you know, like when you look on the data that, that we get on ACAST, mm-hmm. do we have much of a listenership in. Um, in that, I knew said in Eskimo territories, in Inuit territories. It's, it's solid. Not enough yeah. to warrant going there to do a live show, but it's solid. Live show. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at the Patreon subscription numbers and it's dropped by 12 in the last minute. Oh, um, fuck. And I'm going on to the exit survey, which I know I never look at. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, they've all put Eskimo content. For their reason for unsubscribing, they're citing racism, Eskimo racism. They've put yeah, all of them. Oh, oh, what what um, I've I'm changing the Patreon so rather than giving them the option to write freestyle comments about why they're leaving, mm-hmm. because I I just as you know I just can't take that. Instead, I'm just giving them uh, multiple choice, right? And one will just be simply racism. Mm-hmm. One will be jaded. <laughs> And uh, the other one will be too much Oscar content. And then the, the last one will be all of the above. <laughs> I hope uh, we don't get loads of racism complaints. Apparently. The thing is, once you suggest something like that, they all they all go, oh, fuck yeah. I hadn't thought yeah, of that, but now they've racist. said it. Now they've said it, they are really racist. They're racists. Um, well, like I say, though, it's quite hard to cancel men like us. Yeah, we're our own boss. Although, I mean, yesterday we were both in Hucknall, me and Nottingham. Yeah. At our, um, our um, rig. Creative hub. Um, and uh, we were writing material for the live shows. Coming up in a couple of weeks, tickets still available. And um, I think about 60% of it we had to scrap because of the racism. Yeah, but Didn't that's we? why it's good we got together to do that because we could look each other in the eye. Mm-hmm. Like there was a there was a point where we were in that meeting room in Hucknall, which where the Wi-Fi didn't work. They didn't care. I quite liked it though. You yeah. know, to get out of the hubbub of London, where everyone's very demanding and accepts every and, and expects everything. Yesterday, <laughs> five star service. Yesterday, now park my car. Here are the keys, scum. Throw the keys up there in Hucknall. They're a bit like, oh hi. 
I've just driven all the way from London. It took me four hours to work with my colleague. We booked out your meeting room, but we can't get the Wi-Fi to work. Oh, yeah, it's broken. Yeah, it's not working. I've right. had a look, but I can't see why. That, there's a, that, 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 is it going to be fixed? Well, oh, I don't know. I mean, I could ask Pete. Who's Pete? Well, he, he might know. Right. Well, the thing is, we've driven all the way here. It took us like several hours to meet here, and we've booked the room and we paid for it. And obviously, work these <laughs> days in the modern age does require the internet a lot. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we haven't got it in there. All right, is there anything else you need? And I thought the internet. <laughs> yeah, the internet would help, but in a way, I I don't know. Maybe it just means I've grown as a person, Andy. Because in in the past, I think I would have really. Remember, like how I went mad at that um, impolite receptionist at, at Bloomsbury Publishers. Publishing once. Yeah. But they were so polite, mm. and they were so sort of like, "Yeah, it's a shame, but you know, mate, we're all ultimately dying. Life is brief. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a few hours in a hotel in Nottingham without internet is not the fucking worst thing that could happen to you, mate. Well, sit with they they didn't say it. those words, but that was like the vibe they were giving me. Yeah. And I sort of thought, Do you know what? You're right. You're nice people. Fuck the internet. Yeah, we didn't even you need know? it. I mean, it did say it's over there if you need it. In the pool. Yeah, you got to go over there for the internet. <laughs> On the side <laughs> of the car park. Yeah, fuck it. We didn't need the internet. And that, you know, again, personal growth. Because in the past, I wouldn't have stopped to have thought Mm. That uh, yeah, how badly do I need the internet? I'd have just instinctively gone mad about the fact that there was no internet. And you would have flipped the table over, wouldn't you? Oh in yeah, I'd have started wrecking the place. I'd have fucking you know, like they've got in the reception, they've got like those little plastic stands with tourism leaflets on, like visit this nature reserve and all that. Yeah, I'd have just knocked that straight off the fucking reception desk, mate. Yeah, Bang. yeah. Mm. Pick them up. I'm not fucking picking them up. You should have the internet. Yeah, all that information's on the internet if you if you fucking got it. Yeah, now it's all over your fucking floor, you mugs. <laughs> See you later. I'm off back down south. Ah, uh, fucking, we're dripping in internet down I'm there. Off back Let me to tell you, London. High fucking speed as well. You're fucking dripping in it everywhere you go. Right, did, you can't fucking escape it even if you want to. <laughs> did your uh, journey home? Was it all right? Because you, you, you struggled a bit getting up there, didn't you? On the way up, it was a nightmare. The thing is, most of the M1 and loads of the M25, it just like got these 60 fucking mile per hour limits on. So everyone's just fucking shuffling along at 60 miles per hour. So you can't get anywhere. That's not living out loud. No, you want be doing, what do you want to be doing? 90? 100? What? I want to do 90 the whole way. Because also, I'm not really allowed to drive that fast when I've got the family in the car. Do you know what I mean? Because my wife You're not allowed to one sixty. No, there's a fucking. Do you know what my car? It came. It must have come preset with this ages ago when we first bought it. Mm. It's got this fucking judgmental thing on the screen that comes up when you hit seventy. Yeah. And it more or less lampards you. It goes. Oh, you've just gone above seventy miles per hour, and I'm like, I know that cunt. And it's got a big fucking red exclamation mark yeah. that comes up as well, as if they're going, oh, dear. Are you unaware that the national speed limit is 70 miles per hour? And you're like, you know what, fuck off. Good. I go, good. I celebrate, mate, when I've gone over that. It means I'm living out loud. Have you have you fallen asleep at the wheel? Do we need me to shut down the car? Apply the brake. Tap the brake. Tap the brake. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> 
mean, who the fuck does it think it's fucking Kit from Knight Rider or something? That's who the thing about take cars these the days. Car? Cars have got too much to fucking say for themselves, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? What about Definitely. this? Has your car got the old reverse fucking alert thing? Where you're yeah, backing yeah. in, it goes beep beep. And you're yeah. like, all right, calm down, mate. I'm still about fucking three yards away. Mm. Beep, 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 beep. All right, all right. And then you're like, you still got a good fucking, let's say, 60 centimetres, mm-hmm. which to accomplished parkers like you and I, men of yeah. the world, that's fucking acres of space, right? <laughs> can, to we get, can we get T-shirts with the accomplished parker? <laughs> accomplished parker, yeah, right. <laughs> and it's got like this. You see, see, see. And it starts going, beep, 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 And you're like, fucking calm down, you fucking neurotic cunt. It's like driving around inside C-3PO's head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Jalapeño. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Jalapeño. Well, have you not got into the settings? I've got into the settings because mine used to fucking fade the music when it started going beep beep. Oh, so I'm listening yeah. to music and trying to reverse that. and it fucking fades the music. It's, it's like... Reversing is more important than listening to I Feel Love by Donna Summer, actually. Never mind your pop music. Never mind your pop music. People's lives are at stake. (laughs) So I got into the settings, didn't I? I hacked it. Switched that off. Yeah, I need to do that. There's loads of shit I want to hack in my car. It's fucking me off the whole time. What about this, then? I managed to switch off it fucking talking when you use sat-nav. Turn left. In 300 yards, remember to turn left. Yeah. I'm fucking listening to Prince here, you cunt. Yeah. Right? Excuse me. Sorry to interrupt, dirty mind. (laughs) But you should remember, you should probably manoeuvre into the left-hand lane, check your mirrors and think about indicating now. It's like, in 300 metres, in 300 metres, go straight ahead. In 100 metres, go straight ahead. Yeah, what's the fucking point Go straight ahead. You've just got straight ahead. What is the fucking point? Fucking cunt. 
and they interrupt the music. So now it's like silent only. I'm not fucking listening to any cunt give me those instructions It's anymore. even worse if you're listening to radio or podcasts or an audio oh, yeah. book because it just cuts it out. And then you have to start again. And then it just resumes after it's told you what it wants to tell you, that you have to proceed ahead in 300 fucking metres. Sorry, are you listening to the Guardian football podcast? I have to interrupt. I have to interrupt their fascinating conversation about what's going on in Serie B. I have a motoring newsflash. Listen up. (laughs) Stay in your lane. Now back. Now back to the now back to Raphael Honigstein <laughs> talking about Werder Bremen's wingbacks. Fuck you! No, I don't know which is more annoying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather listen to me sat down than be interrupted by the guard of your podcast every fucking thirty XG. seconds. How many XG goals are Leeds going to not score this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking The fucking sat-nav cunt's worse than results, Bob. Mm. Talking of our live tour, tickets still available. I'm getting really excited about it now, but um, I don't know how much logistics you want, you like to be revealed to the listeners, but I will say that we're both driving to quite a lot of the the places that we've got to go. And I'm getting them, yeah. really excited about it. I was thinking about loads because we drove to Nottingham and back yesterday. Whilst I was on the road, I was thinking, yeah, I really like being in the car. I spoke to my mate, actually, on the on the way back. He called me and he was in Harrogate at a, at, at some, a work thing. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're in Nottingham. I drove up to Harrogate this morning. He goes, it's really nice, actually, isn't it? You're just in your car, on your own, listening to music, <laughs> yeah, driving whatever speed you want. Because it's like really nice. And I was like, yeah, it's fucking great just driving about. You get there and you're in a different place. Sometimes it's a new place. You have a look around. It's brilliant. And unlike travelling by train or car, when you uh, train or plane, when you get to that place, you just fucking go, you arrive direct at the fucking door of the place you've got to go. Mm. So there's no pissing about. So I'm really, I was making all these different plans for playlists. Here's another thing, Andy. Right. Yeah. Because we're going to be on the road a lot. Little bit of advice for you as well. Blanket, mate. Stick a blanket in the back. Right. Very important. You could break down anywhere in the middle of nowhere, mate. I mean, I'm almost... Part of me is hoping that I break down, you know, just like maybe on a nice country lane. I'm not... I don't want to get into Kevin Keegan getting beaten up by that roadside territory. No. I don't think that would happen to me because, you know, I've... I've been trained by Chris SAS legend Chris Ryan to yeah. sort of almost know my surroundings even when I'm in a deep sleep. Yeah. But I was just thinking about it. Yesterday I was sort of fantasising about, yeah, if you were at services and you were just tired and you, you couldn't be bothered, it was late and you couldn't be bothered doing the rest of your <clears throat> um, journey, you could just get a blanket, Have recline a in the, the chair car. and mm. just sleep in the car. It'd be quite nice, wouldn't it? I guess so. I wouldn't want to do it, but I mean, I'll, I'll put a continental quilt in the boot. It's a little adventure. So also I will be trying to see lots of parts of the country that I've uh, not been to before that I like. So, for instance, we have one leg of the journey where we've got a day to get from Manchester to Glasgow. Yeah. And and I've decided to break that up by staying in a a small pub in the Lake District. Oh, nice. To break up. And then on, on the way from Glasgow to Newcastle, 
I'm looking for a place and some listeners might want to get in touch if they know the area. I'm going to be stay. I'm I'm looking closely at the Scottish Borders region. Okay. Yeah. Very beautiful, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of halfway mm-hmm. from Glasgow to Newcastle. So I want to find a nice picturesque little village that I can stop off and stay in, mate. Okay. Because yeah. you're going back to Sunderland that night straight I'm just from Glasgow. Drive straight so I'm, back. Yeah. I'm free. I'm, a, I'm, I'm free to my own devices. And you've said I can stay wherever I want. <laughs> you have my permission. You have the permission of the podcast. I'm going to drive um, back. So to yes, Scottish borders. Anything interesting? If you have any interesting visits that I can do in the Scottish borders, anything of a historical nature, yeah. then tell me. I mean, don't forget we've got like shows to do as well. You have to be there. Yeah, but mate, I've, don't worry. I've arranged all of this like to be to that. My little excursions will fall at times where I have hours to kill. Some downtime. Downtime. Okay. Well, because on the last tour, I spent a lot of that time where, you know, like, you'd, you'd end up, like, just sitting about in a Premier <clears> Inn <throat> trying to kip, not quite kipping. Not mm. this time, mate. I'm gonna, me. I'll be up at fucking Hadrian's Wall living out loud. Living out loud. I'm going to get home as much as I can, whenever I can, throughout mm. the tour, because Oscar's going to be away at a dog boarding facility mm. <clears throat> for the entirety. So I'm going to look forward to spending some time at home Without Oscar, to me that's better <laughs> so than you're going to say. So obviously, I want to visit him. No, but in fact, you're like, no, oh, no. can't wait to have the house to myself. Yeah, I'll just want some time on my own without him. That'll be that'll be better than any holiday for me. So that's what I'm looking forward to doing. I might just start putting him in for a week now and again, and not going anywhere, just staying in the house and just put me like, feet up. like my brother did, just relaxing. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, like my brother Chinese did takeaways. with Jerry, who is now dead, <clears throat> and I don't know whether. My, my brother looks back and thinks, well, that was precious time that I could have had with Jerry. But mm. instead, I lazily put him in a dog home so I didn't have to worry about walking or feeding him when my wife was away. Do you know how Jerry is spelt? Is it with a G or with a J? Do you know? Yeah, he named it after Jerry Francis, didn't he? Cause oh, he's, right, um, so it's a G then. Okay. QPR fan. Yeah, that's a... So that's, it's with a G. That's the best spelling of it, yeah. Yeah, he's after Jerry Francis. They've got a new dog now, and, and the week after next, I'm house-sitting... Because QPR terrorist legend Castellani moved to the countryside during lockdown, and Jerry died, and so they got a new dog called Lottie, and I'm going there to house sit for them. So I thought it'd be a nice little break to be in the Cotswolds. You know, all right, okay. Uh, I've got to look after this new dog, but the new dog's quite young and quite naughty. Uh oh. And um, unfortunately, yeah, and in the country, you've got to be careful because dogs can get themselves into trouble, and the dog fucking escaped. Pregnant. Is that what you meant? I didn't, all sorts. You, you could get pregnant by another animal as well, and that's Jesus. that's probably illegal. Have you been Dog breeding? Law. Have you been breeding dogs with chickens? No. Anyway, <laughs> the, if it happened, it was an accident. A, wasn't doing anything to do with me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't given. She hasn't given birth yet. When she does, we'll see. This Maybe it'll mate. be good. Maybe it'll be bad. Maybe it's it'll cut- be deformed. Maybe it'll be a super animal. It's the fucking countryside. Anything could happen. A flying dog, you know perhaps. A flying dog that lays eggs. <clears throat> if that happens, no one's going to be complaining. The government will be on to me straight away, wanting me to fucking clone them. So you, um, you're going to look after this dog, what, for a week? Yeah. On your own or with the family? No, no, the whole family, it's half term. Right. Is the internet good so someone's mo- So someone's moving, we're sort of house swapping. 
because they've got to be in London for work. And we we thought, well, fuck it, we'll go to the countryside because yeah. they've got a really nice flash house in the countryside. And this dog, but the dog escaped and got into a field and bothered some sheep. Uh-oh. So now the dog has to be kept on a lead at all times, even out in the back garden. Oh so shit! I've got to have a lot of responsibility. You better for the imaginary one. But I'll bring my microphone because I think well, I'll be in, when I'm away in the Cotswolds. I think I'll be producing some. There'll be some really good content. Well, that emerges from my week I hope in the so. I was, I was going to say, is the internet good? Yeah, it's they've important. got internet there. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll see. Um, do you want to do some uh, football predictions? Yeah. These have oh, been... I'm off to Goodison Park. I'm off. I'm going to Liverpool on Sunday. Are you having another way day? Wind. I'm going to have a lovely away day. And some... I hope the Scouse wind is blowing hard. Yeah. Yeah, West Ham Everton Sunday. Brilliant. Well, I've predict- never been to Goodison Park before. You can predict that in a minute. It's the mm. school of science. That's what they Goodison say, Park, don't they? So they reckon. Uh, Reverse the mechanism. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, Newcastle versus Spurs. That's the one everyone's got their eyes on this weekend, isn't it? Interesting. Could be <laughs> Steve- Bruce's last game in charge. Well, I mean, as we as we record this now, Steve Bruce is still in charge at Newcastle. Yeah. They haven't been able to sack him yet. I'd have thought that they'd just got John Carver to come back. Like, he used to be caretaker manager there, didn't he? And then he actually oh, yeah. managed classic, them for a bit. Classic caretaker managers. We talked about that yeah. recently, didn't we? Yeah, Top give 10 it to caretaker managers. Give it to Carver at the John end of the Carver's season. John a classic. Um, Chris Hewton's a good one. I know he became their actual manager yeah. for a while. Yeah, I think he progressed from, um, from caretaker. Oh, they, they could just get Shearer back. Well, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I thought they would have had a manager sacked by now and someone in, but... Well, they um, have to pay Bruce a lot of money, so Bruce is fucking uh, laughing. He's like, this is the best thing that could have happened to me. Completely. All all the aggravation he's been getting and having to do the job as well and just pay his contract up. I always thought of that. You know, it wasn't an easy job for Steve Bruce and he kept them in the division. I know that's... I don't want to be patronising Newcastle fans because West Ham fans get people saying that all the time. I don't know what West Ham fans expect. And it's like, well, (laughs) only the same as all football fans. You know, it's not like there are some clubs that shouldn't expect to win or be entertaining. We all fucking do. So I get that. But, you know, they didn't have much money. Um, I know you dispute that. But, I mean, in relative terms to other Premier League clubs. Anyway, I quite like Steve Bruce and I think this is great because they've never really liked him there. So it's good for the fans, but it's good for him. And apparently he gets seven million quid in his pocket just to fuck off. Whoa, nice work if you can get it or not work. Mm. Um, So Newcastle Spurs, go on then, what do you reckon? I'm going to say 1-0 Newcastle because I think that they'll... I think Spurs are shit Mm. and I think, you know, Newcastle will get, even with the existing players I think Bruce's last game, I think they'll get a little kick up the arse from the takeover. Mm. They'll all be trying to prove themselves. Because let's not forget, when Abramovich took over Chelsea, at that point, no one thought Frank Lampard was going to make the cut. Because when it became clear that Abramovich could effectively buy a super team, yeah, no one thought Lampard was going to survive. People looked at the team and thought the only player who was likely to survive would be John Terry. Right. All right. Yeah. And and it was at that moment that Frank Lampard went from being a good, promising midfielder on the fringes Mm. of the England squad 
to slowly becoming effectively the best midfielder in the world for a Stepped period, I would say. And okay. it was the and I think it was the impact of that takeover that he thought, fuck this, I'm not going anywhere. Well, I mean, you never know what might happen with these Newcastle players. <clears throat> it's gonna be weird though, because this the, the fans obviously gonna be right up for it. Um mm. <clears throat> it's gonna be a sellout. Yeah. But there's no tangible evidence on display of anything having changed. Yeah, exactly. So they there. could just get thrashed. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be one at the Spurs. There we go. Um, Watford versus Liverpool. I'll go first. I think this will be uh, 3-1 to Liverpool. I'm going to say 3-0 Liverpool. Okay. Everton-West Ham. That's where you'll be. Predict what will happen at a place will you be at. Hmm. Uh, 2-1 West Ham. 2-1 to West Ham. Uh, I think this will be... Ooh, I think this will be 2-1 to Everton. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, Sam. Uh, on to my team, Gillingham versus Sunderland. Okay, I'll go first, do I? Do I go first? Yeah, I go first on this. I'll go first on this one. Um, 2-0 Sunderland. 3-1 uh, Sunderland. Hey, Plot that out of nowhere from the gut. Good stuff. And finally, Millwall versus Luton. Oh, fucking hell. Wasn't that a massive... In, we were talking recently about that ghastly man who used to run Luton. Yeah. What was he called? David Evans. That was him, yeah. Yeah, This that was the riot match, wasn't it, Luton versus Millwall? It was the riot, Millwall-Luton. Yeah. And they pulled up all the seats and the place got smashed right, up. Yeah. And then they... Um, can't remember what happened after that. I think he called them like animals or savages, something. Savages, something like that, wasn't it? Savages, yeah. yeah. Eskimos. Um, <laughs> bunch of fucking Eskimos. I'm going to cage them in. <laughs> Wasn't he the one who wanted to have electric fences? Have I imagined that? No, that was Ken Beers wanted, electric- wanted electric fences. David Evans brought in ID cards so that everybody had to be traceable. Was that him? I thought that was that little bloke with the red hair, Colin Moynihan or something. Yeah, but I think David Evans was like a Tory and he was all too willing to trial it. Was it. his idea. He was like... Make them carry... Ca- make the Eskimos carry cards. But government- not those of us in the prawn sandwich section. We don't have to carry cards. We'll just wear suits. Then everyone will know that we're not Eskimos. <laughs> I don't care how many words for fucking snow they've got. They can carry ID cards. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say 2-0 Luton. 2-0 to Luton. I think this will be... 2-1 Millwall there we go that's the predictions that's the episode time to commence the weekend uh, enjoy yourselves it's later than you think uh, goodbye goodbye experience.